escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Not the best of opening days for Ghana in this month's World Athletics Championships, as unfortunately, Deborah Aqua, who did a jump of 6.50 meters, did not qualify to the final of the long jump. However, Ghana has an opportunity of redeeming itself as James Dazzy and Joseph Paul Amwa take to the tracks on Wednesday. My colleague, Fentu Tahiru, has been monitoring their training sessions and he'll be joining us shortly to share with us what he's witnessed so far. There's a new champion, a new name written on the gold medal as Shakari Richardson dethrones Shelley and Fraser Price to win the women's 100 meters final. It was the first time the Jamaican failed to qualify or cross the line first, rather, as um, uh, Richardson uh, claimed gold in the competition. Charlotte Ann Fraser Price had won the gold medal five times, but this time around it was the American who won it. On September 27, the Ghana Football Association would be deciding who leads Ghana football for another four years. Well, the presidential aspirants appeared before the vetting committee on Monday. Kato Kriko is optimistic. George Ophir is eulogizing members of the vetting committee. We've got de these details and many more here on Sports Today with me, Muftar Nabila Abdullah. Stay with me. Thanks for your time once again. But now let's go straight to Budapest, where my colleague Fentio Itahiro, he's been watching the competition. And just a couple of minutes ago, he was at Tim Garner's training session ahead of the 200 meters he's on Wednesday. Um, Joseph Paul Amwa is in his six alongside Americans, uh, Ariel Knighton. There's also uh, James Darcy, he's in his four. Uh, Fentio, thanks very much for your time. How is Budapest treating you? It's very hot, Muftal. Very hot. Hotter than Accra. I'm not going to lie. But it's been raining. It just rained on the opening day. Since I came here, there's been no rain. So uh, maybe I brought the dryness from my village to this place. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us briefly overall on what you've witnessed in this championship. Just, just give us an idea. Especially Africa for the first time medaling in the 100 meters uh, uh, men's final with uh, Lesele Tebogo uh, doing that. Unfortunately, uh, Akane uh, Simbine was disqualified from the final. Uh, Fenno Manyala could not cross 
the line and lift the gold medal. He's always hoping that he was going to be the first African to do so. But Lesile uh, Tebogo was able to do it. Talk to us briefly on what you have seen in this championship so far. Yeah, Muftal, I think uh, from an African perspective, he's been slightly underwhelming. Um, because yesterday, Fabrice Zango or Burkina Faso won the gold medal in the men's triple jump. Yeah. And that was Africa's only third medal, a gold medal, I have to say, in this championship so far. Um, and you would have expected that by this time, Africa would have had perhaps more gold medals. So uh, Gide got the gold medal in the women's 10,000, and then Joshua Cheptege of Uganda also got the gold medal in the men's 10,000. Uh, and then, of course, yesterday, Fabrizio Zango added another gold medal. Um, I think overall, the championships have been massively successful. The evening sessions have mostly been sold out um, for good reason, because that's where most of the finals are. And I think if you look at the men's 100-meter final, it was, it was a classic, one for the ages. And, you know, we spoke about Lesile Tsibogo, whose strongest uh, event is actually the 200 meters. Yes. So to step down and get a medal and make history in the men's 100 meters, I think so far that has to be the story of these championships because he's only 20 years old. Yeah. And at the press conference, when we spoke to him about what the factors for his success are, one of the key things that he mentioned that most people probably hadn't paid attention to was the fact that he had to stay off social media. And he said he made a very, very difficult decision to stay off social media during the period of training. And that's what has given him the results that he has. And Muftar, we've never seen anything like this before because the, the, from uh, the first position, no allows, second, third, fourth, all got the same time, 9.88 seconds. Uh, and how they determine the top two to join no allows, it came down to one thousandth of a second. So, of course, obviously, um, uh, some of the athletes, very unfortunate not to get a medal. But Zainal Hughes himself made history uh, when he picked out that bronze medal. And it's really set up the 200 meters quite nicely because all three of them, uh, Muftar, you'd agree, are 200 meters specialists. So to step down and win the 100 meters in itself is critical. Yesterday's highlight, obviously, was the women's uh, 100 meter final. And... You know, yet again, of course, Shakari Richardson, it all came together for her at a critical moment in her career. Her first championship, she's been vilified. She's been called braggadocious. She's been called disrespectful, arrogant. All kinds of adjectives have been used on her. She missed the Tokyo Olympics. She missed the world championships in her own country in 2022. She came here um, not having the fastest time in the world. Sharik Jackson had that fastest time in the world. and She barely went to... Uh, the final, she finished third in that semi-final. So there weren't a lot of people that trusted that she could deliver. And then by virtue of finishing third in the, in the semi-final, Muftal, she got the outside lane. And you know how difficult it is to win from the outside lane. But in the end, she produced the goose. 10.65 seconds, championship record. Um, and look, at the Americans are buzzing. Earlier today, I was at the American team hotel, and this girl looks like a superstar. Wow. You can't get a picture of her. When she stepped down, she was going through the training. It was, it was incredible. And, you know, one of the things that also stood out in that women's 100-meter uh, final was the fact that our very own African sister, Mary Josie Talu, yeah. yet again, 
missed out on a medal. Now, Mufsal, that's the third consecutive championships that she's been in the final, that she's gone into the competition running really well and somehow finishing fourth. It's just an incredible bad luck that is so hard to explain. And yesterday, I was at the mix zone when she stormed in and she was sobbing. The whole way is true. She didn't stop. She didn't speak to anybody uh, as she walked past. And later on, of course, I asked her good friend, Shelly and Fraser Price, um, who said that even for her, it hurts. Even for her. And she knows that. She said, I've won the medal and I should be happy. But I'm not because my good friend, Mari Jose Talu, I believe, deserves so much better. Hopefully, we'll see her come back stronger in the 200 meters. Um, but I think apart from that, it's been incredible championships here uh, in Budapest. The heat is not helping because as yeah. you can see, I'm sweating. You are sweating profusely. <laughs> and in fact, some of the events even have to uh, be moved to different times by World Athletics yes. because of the heat and, and all that. But now let's bring the conversation home and talk about Team Ghana. You were at the team, uh, team's training grounds just a couple of minutes ago. What did you pick up? Yeah, so they've been training quite well. Um, you know, team, after the Deborah uh, got, uh, you know, missed out on a chance to, to qualify for the women's uh, long jump final. Team Ghana, since Saturday, they've not competed. In fact, their first competition is on Wednesday, that's tomorrow, when two of our athletes will take into the tracks to compete in the uh, 200 meters uh, heat. Okay. And, you know, James Darcy, of course, I saw him. Uh, he's training really well, but he does have a bit of a plaster on his armstring, so he's not looking very good. Remember, he got injured after he ran the national record back uh, in uh, at the end of April. I think he ran that race on April 30. So he still hasn't fully recovered from that. Joseph uh, Paul, uh, thank you. Just, just before you proceed, let me give viewers an idea about what you're talking about. Let's have the, the videos of uh, James Dazzy and his colleagues at the training grounds just earlier today. And people will see the plaster Fento is talking about uh, on James Dazzy's leg. Uh, Fento, please proceed. Yeah, so in the shot, you see that that's Elom in the Ghana shirt yeah. uh, with uh, Joseph Paul Amor, uh, who will also be running in the 200-meter heats uh, tomorrow. And the relay team uh, are the ones in your shot at the moment, obviously, uh, also training because they, they relays the heats. For that is on Thursday. And so some of these guys would also be involved. So that's Edwin Gadai, Raymond French, and uh, Isaac Bosio in your shot. The two 200-meter runners... Uh, Joseph Polamo and James Darcy. And that's James Darcy. You see the plaster on his left hamstring there. And he's not looking very good. Uh, however, the good news for him uh, is that his heat looks really good. Look at the numbers in there and what have you. But Muftal, I start, in fact, after the, uh, the conversation, you also see that the Ghana team uh, are wearing all kinds of... Everybody's wearing their own thing. I have also been told that an airline has lost their training kit. Uh, it, 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 so it's it's a really bizarre situation because and Team Ghana is not the only one to have lost kids. Yesterday, I met the president of the Athletics Federation of uh, of Zimbabwe, and he was running uh, across 
And, and I asked him, why are you in such a hurry? Muftar, this man, you know, he is so big. But he was running and he was holding a bag. And I asked him, what's in the bag? He said, they are spikes. So what are they for? He's going to give them to one of his athletes to use to run a race, not just training. It was race day and you're still chasing spikes because an airline lost their spikes on the way. Wow. The airline lost my bag as well. So it's not... It's yeah, not so I, I was actually going to mention that you've also lost your bag. Yeah. So that's the problem. So it's been, it's been very chaotic in terms of the organization. But Team Ghana has been training well. They have been here since, uh, since Thursday. I, I spoke to the coach. Of course, the athletes are concentrating on the race. And I started by asking Elom um, what he made of the team's preparations from when they started in uh, France up until now. And one of the key things he also mentioned was that James Darcy's injury it's also a mental one as much as it's a physical one. Let, let's hear from uh, uh, Coach Elam Aminako. Being in a camp is what we've been asking for for a very long time, and this time around we were able to spend uh, at least, uh, I think, eight days in uh, in France, and then we are back here in Hungary uh, doing the same thing that we, we are doing. So, um, looking at the training and everything, I think uh, we are ready to eat. Um, uh, qualification is the toughest in, in this tournament. Uh, to advance from the uh, round one to round two is the most difficult, and then looking at uh, is hit the seasonal best of uh, the athlete that he's going to run with. I think he's done a chance of uh, qualifying. It's just about him executing what uh, we, we, we are talking about, our race plan and everything. So I think uh, he has a chance of advancing to the next stage. Uh, Darcy, his race, uh, his heat seems, for want of a better word, maybe relatively manageable. Uh, he has the fastest time in there. But uh, he has a strap on on, on, the, on his hamstring. Uh, talk to me too about his physical situation. Um, you know, uh, hamstring is some, something that comes and go, comes and go, and then it, it got to do with uh, your mental toughness too. You know, when you are returning from injury, you are very conscious about it, like it, it can come again and all those things. So um, he needs to, uh, I mean, get it out of his mind uh, going into the race tomorrow. If he thinks about it too much, uh, it's definitely going to affect him. But hey, that's Jim Dazzy. He's a tough guy, and uh, his running is late night. I mean, when you running in the night you have a lot of work to do meaning you really need to run a very fast curve and uh, he has to get the hamstring injury out of his mind like if he has to uh, qualify to the next stage yeah um uh, also uh, when it comes to the sprinters apart from the relay team with joe paul and jim zazi what have you been working on specifically in this technique what have you been working on the most you know, uh, we have some few days to train, uh, you know, adapt adaptation-wise, you can't say that we can use uh, the 10 days that we sp uh, spend to work on somebody's speed. 
It's about their preparation that they have with their previous coaches before coming here. It might be two years to just maintain it and then to polish it so that they don't lose that form that uh, they have from the previous year. Team Ghana coach Elon there speaking to my colleague Fentio. And Fentio, um, you, you spoke to him on, on, on um, how to be able to maintain the athletes to compete at the highest level. Talk to us about the hits of both James Dazzy and uh, Joseph Paul Amor. How competitive are these hits and uh, how certain are we that these boys could qualify to uh, the semis? Yeah, um, Muftar, that's a very interesting question because um, now James, the heat of the men's 200 meters will start at 9.20 a.m. Uh, Ghana time uh, on Wednesday. So if you want to watch that, you need to, you need to pay attention. Now, James Darcy is in heat four, obviously. James Darcy is the 200-meter national record holder. Uh, his time is 19.79 seconds. He ran that time on April 30. That was four months ago. Okay, now if you look at the people that he has in his heat, James Darcy has the fastest time by far among the athletes in his heat. In fact, apart from James Darcy, only one other athlete uh, from South Africa, Sean Maswangwani, has any time less than 20 seconds. Most of them are running 20.5, 20.6. So on paper, James Darcy is way faster than all of these athletes. And Elon mentioned the fact that he's running out of lane nine. It's a tricky, tricky lane to running. But we've seen from some major championships, people doing wonderful stuff out from the outside lane. Shakara Richardson won the uh, 100 meters yesterday from the outside lane. We saw Gatlin do it in the 100 meters from the outside lane. You saw Wade Van Nieke accept a... Uh, a, a world record in the 400 meters running from the outside lane. James Darcy himself, Muftal, set the national record running from lane nine. So he's very familiar with that particular race and he knows what kind of work needs to go into it in order to qualify. If James Darcy was fully fit, I would stick my neck out and say he makes the semifinals easily. The problem is not knowing just how fit he is because I asked him how he felt. He said, basically told me um, we are trying, like we are on it, you know, that kind of thing. So not giving up. When it comes to his fitness, actually. Exactly, yes. So um, not giving up vibes that he is fully or 100% fit. So there is that. And I have, um, I think the most critical thing would be whether or not he actually finishes this race. Because hamstring, as you're probably aware, it's a very tricky injury. Yeah. You know, any more stress on it, you can pull it, and you might not even finish the race. But if he stays on his feet and he finishes this race and he gets his speed, there is a chance for him. Then let's let's, let's go to the uh, hit six. Take a look at hit yes. six because um, hit four is the one we have James Tazi. He's coming yes. against Bredon Rodney, uh, Mohamed Obeid, Renan Correa, Kiki Onyana. Zoltan Wael, Nadal Butin, and then Sean uh, Maswangi. So let's take a look at um, uh, um, hit six, where um, okay. Joseph Paul Amwa will be competing. Talk, talk to us, thank you. And this is quite, quite a hit because <laughs> I see Arion Knighting, who has been on some crazy form. I can see Andre de Grasse, very experienced runner there. And, and talk to us. 
Hey, yeah, Mukdal, listen, you're looking at the fastest teenager in the history of the sport, Ariel Knight, over the event. He yeah. is a bronze medalist from the last championships. Jopo was in that same championship. He didn't even progress yeah. from the heat. Now, you're looking at Andre de Grassi. He is the champion, the Olympic champion from two years ago. Yeah. He is the Canadian champion. You're looking at Filippo Totu. He is an Italian champion. Italian champion. He got Italy to the Olympic gold medal in the 4x100-meter relay. So he is fast as well. The good news for Joseph Polamua is that perhaps if he can even finish in third position and his time is... Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Definitely nuggets Spicy and Chicken a Sandwich, Dave's, Dave's Single, Single, and a Frosty for me. And a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Buy one, get one for a buck. Limited time only. Price participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. It's fast enough, as you can see from the, the top notes there. Yeah. Top, yes. The, the automatic qualify, the top two would automatically qualify. Uh, and then you will have fastest losers also qualifying. So he doesn't need to win. He doesn't even need to finish in second position in order to qualify. This hasn't been a great season for Joseph Paul Amor, if we're being honest. Uh, he's run faster times yeah. uh, than he has this season. So even with him, he's struggling with speed a little bit. But I spoke to him as well, and he told me, uh, you know, I told him, in fact, you know, we were, I was at the training, uh, the warm-up, when the, uh, the draw came out. And they showed it to him. We're looking at it. And I asked him, I said, bro, bro, this is tough. He said, yeah, but it's all right. It's all right. I said, okay, cool. I'm with that. <laughs> I'm with that. I'm with that. You know? Okay. Um, but so, so I think that's basically what it is. It is tough. He, compared to James Darcy, has relatively the tougher uh, heat. And yeah. he has to go over and above. And I, I guarantee you, Muftau, he has to run faster than he has done at any point this season in order to qualify. Probably he should, he should be thinking of doing sub-20, isn't it? Oh, come on, bro. That's, that's, a, little, that's a bit too much. That's a bit. Even his personal best in the event is 20.08. Zero eight, yeah. that, that was the national record until James Darcy broke it on April 30 this year. So, Jopo has never really been a sub-20. He's never run a single sub-20 in his entire career. Uh, you know, so he's not suddenly going to come and do it in the heats at the World Championships um, when he hasn't done anything uh, below even uh, 2020 this yeah. season. It's not been uh, a great season, but he's prepared really well. I saw okay. him, he looked in really good physical condition. Okay. So hopefully tomorrow it all comes together for the both of them because, you know, if it does and they go to the semifinals, from then on, anything is possible. But okay. if you don't make past the, the heat, it becomes a bit problematic. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, and, uh, you keep uh, paying attention to what is happening and uh, you can follow Fancy. You want to talk about what else is happening today? All the big finals happening today? Yeah, the 1,500 meters. Exactly. Um, yeah, Shifan Hassan versus. Uh, your very own girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, Faith Kipiogan. Uh, so just tell us, tell us briefly before we go. Yeah, I think basically that should be, like I said, there would be this stadium, as you can see at the moment, it's looking quite empty, but in a few moments, it's going to be packed and 
everybody would be here to see Sifana Hassan. Already, she didn't start the competition well by yeah. falling over in the 10,000 meters at the finish line. Fit Kipiegen is a triple record holder uh, this year alone. Yeah. And I spoke to her about, about this particular final. She says she doesn't really care about the world record because she has it now. Now she just wants to win that gold medal. And she's a defending champion from the last event. She was the one that stopped Sifan Hassan from winning three gold medals at the Olympic Games in 10,000, 1,500, yeah. and also 3,000. Sifan is doing all three again already. She's lost out on a medal for the 10,000. Yeah. So the 1,500... She is hell-bent on getting that title from Faith. It has remained basically the property of Faith Kipiegen uh, for the past, I don't know, 10 years. Yeah. And she was asked for all the three records that she set this year, of all the three world records she set this year, which one means the most to her? And you guessed it. She says the 1,500 <laughs> yeah, meters. Yeah, the 1,500, yeah. But that is basically her baby. So, I mean, everybody should be should be on the lookout for that because trust me, it's going to be fireworks. There's also the men's high jump final to come between Charles Basham um, and then Tamberry. Yeah, right? and then the, yes, exactly, Jamako Tamberry. They made the history. They made history at the Olympic Games. You remember when they shared the gold medal? Yeah. Um, because they got tired of jumping and said, "We don't want to jump anymore. Let's <laughs> give gold medal." I um, remember. I remember Basham going to the technical operator. We're like, "Can we get two, two gold medals?" <laughs> Exactly. So yeah. um, the two of them are at it again today yeah. uh, in the men's high jump final. So that is another highlight to really look forward to. So, I mean, I think ultimately tonight we should have another another classic on our hands in terms of competition in both the men's high jump and the women's 1,500 meters. Thank you very much. Thank you. We appreciate your time. A pleasure. Always. Now, let's take a look at what transpired in the 100 meters women's final at Shakari Richardson did a meeting record of 10.65 seconds to win the women's 100 meters final. time in uh, about 14 years, Shelley Ann Fraser-Price failed to win the 100 meters women's final. We wrap up with football, where president of the Ghana Football Association, Ket Okriku, is confident that he will go through the vetting process and have his name on the ballot paper 
for the GFA elections on September 27. We've just gone through our vetting. The vetting, obviously, is a statutory requirement and uh, um, I mean put together by the elections committee, which is an independent committee of the FA. And uh, each one of us, obviously, will have to go through. I would say that it, it was good. Um, there were a lot of questions uh, for my good self. But basically, it's about the statutory provisions um, on your forms, um, whether indeed you signed the forms, whether you have met the statutory requirements on the form, i.e., um, the member who proposed you and uh, the five um, required members who are needed to support your application. And then obviously you have to go through the integrity uh, session, uh, whether you've paid your, you've made your tax returns. So if you don't pay your tax, you are in trouble. Um, and, and whether you've not made any false declaration whatsoever in relation to, to this uh, opening. So I think that it was smooth. I'm very confident that uh, given what I shared, uh, I'll go through successfully and then we'll be ready for, for the elections. Um, like I say all the time, football will always speak. And today, football has spoken, and football will speak on the 27th of September. Now, let's hear from his uh, opponent, George Efree. He says that many people claim he was going to be disqualified by the vetting committee, but he trusts the integrity of the committee to do the right things, to have his name on the ballot paper to contest for the position of president of the Ghana Football Association. The integrity of the personnel or the gentlemen on the committee are very high. I, I personally, before going into this vetting, did a background check on them, and I realized that um, these are people who do their job diligently. These are people who not have any personal hidden agendas. In spite of some of the things that we've, I've heard before going to this betting, I'm sure it was already out there that uh, you'll be disqualified. I mean, if you, you are the media, you've heard it several times. But I believe in them. Um, the questions were normal questions. Was this is our wrap-up sports today here with me, Muftar Nabila Abla. Continue to enjoy the rest of our programs here on the Joy News channel. You can also head to myjoyonline.com and read some more sports.